0: But dude, like when he was talking through the whole raid of Castle Rock, my whole—I'm thinking the whole time, like this is way too easy. Like, what? What's gonna happen? Uh, Yeah, Grey Worm's like, where are the rest? (laughs) 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 Where are the rest of the Lannisters? (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the Tech Edition podcast. This is episode twenty-two. It's um, August the sixth, twenty seventeen, Sunday been overcast here in kansas city how are things in mississippi
1: uh the weather here is not too good as well man (laughs) but but it's going okay i guess
0: that's my brother clarence by the way any new things happening or how's how are things going
1: uh same old same old man uh trying to weather the storm of spoilers and people watching (laughs) the show like five days early
0: Oh wow, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, cool, cool. It's funny you mentioned it. Can we, do you want to talk about the leak before we get started or, um, yeah, yeah, let's talk about the leak. Okay. So apparently, um, this past week, uh, HBO servers were hacked and, um, basically really all that happened from the hack was, uh, that some summaries from Game of Thrones and I think some other episodes got pulled early. However, somebody from, I think it was, I want to say it was India. Uh they leaked this episode four like, five days ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's been floating around the interwebs. Um, I actually downloaded it. It's got, like, time code, and the quality is horrible, but, you know, it's watchable (laughs) enough to find out what happened. So, I mean, I watched it yesterday, and, yeah, I was like, the only thing I was thinking the whole time was, man, I can't wait to see this in, like, good quality. (laughs) So, yeah, dude, yeah. it's,
1: it's very, very tempting to try not to go and watch it. And I mean, luckily I can't say that I didn't get spoiled. People weren't like posting a bunch of crap everywhere. Like oh, they, they weren't. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't go on Reddit. So maybe it might have been bad on Reddit. I don't know, but, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't get spoiled in any capacity. So I'm happy about that.
0: The only spoiler I saw on Reddit was, um, and spoiler warning, cause we're going to talk about stuff that happened in the last two episodes. So, Um, This may not be a podcast you want to listen to if you have not seen the episode. So that's your only warning. Um, So basically, um, the only thing I saw on Reddit that got leaked was the Arya Brienne fight. Oh, Um, man,
1: that's the best part.
0: But (laughs) oh, excuse me. But I will say that I only saw the leak after I saw the episode. So I really wasn't that upset about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I think people come a little bit more, uh, become a little bit more sensitive to leaks, um, uh, than in times past, but surely if you go to certain places, uh, you're going to be, uh, late. So. so
0: yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but the thing is, like in the reason why I'm kind of okay with saying that I downloaded it is because like f- for how horrible the quality it was, I think it's only going to get more people to actually subscribe to HBO. Cause for example, um, I just subscribed to HBO today. Um, I've been doing the free trial on HBO now or go or whichever one yeah, it is. That's what I'm doing. And, um, I, I subscribe for two reasons. The first reason is, um, I kind of felt bad <laughs> uh-huh. for downloading the episode. I was like, man, you know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to pay and, you know, I'll, there's a couple of other shows I want to see on there anyway. So. I I was planning on subscribing after my trial ran out, but I, but the the other reason I ended up going ahead and subscribing was because U-verse is actually running a deal on HBO now. If you subscribe to it, you can get it for like nine ninety nine a month. Ah, and nice. so uh, I figured this was as good as time as any, and I went ahead and pulled the trigger on that. Yeah, man, it seems like it's going to be
1: kind of hard to keep get people to continue to subscribe, especially since we have this very short season uh for game yeah. of thrones
0: but, yeah, there's only what three more episodes left yeah unfortunately That's but, crazy
1: but by the same token there is plenty of other good things to watch on hbo and we'll be talking about another show pretty soon
0: oh yeah definitely you have um also in addition to that show you have vice principals which is pretty funny i don't know if you ever saw that and, uh, uh and um it's actually hilarious and um, there's one more thing. That of I was course, Silicon
1: Silicon Valley is really yeah. good. but but but
0: there was the what's the, uh, the the Dre and uh, Jimmy Iovine show. That oh yeah, do? the the, doc- the yeah, it's a mini doc. It's I want to say it's four episodes. It's called the Defiant Ones, and each episode is about an hour long. And I mean, they pretty much follow Jimmy Iovine and um Dre's musical journey. Uh huh. And it's like you get a lot of details. Um, a lot of stuff. I'm sure was in straight out of Compton, which I haven't seen. But there's oh, a man, lot. Of, it's good. You should watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see it after watching the doc. I really, really want to watch it. But, um, they go into like detail about a lot of different things. I mean, it's, it even has Puff Daddy on it. So they kind of talk about the East Coast, West Coast rivalry. And you n- remember that, uh, I think it was a B- Was it a BT Wars or a Source Awards? I think it was a Source Awards where like Suge Knight called uh, out, Oh, uh, Suge, you yeah, he got call- your
1: producer he, dancing now, all in the videos. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so
0: they're, they're in New York, right? They're in New York on the East Coast talking noise about East Coast rappers. Um, yeah, and I won't give any more away, but it was just an interesting, um, retrospective on that. In addition to other things, um, one of the episodes is pretty much all about how Eminem came on the scene and like how, you know, all that happened. And, you know, the other thing is like Jimmy Ivey, he's like produced some, like, I didn't realize all the people that he had produced, like he produced, um, Bruce Springsteen. He produced, uh, Stevie Nicks. He produced U2. Um, he's just produced, like, all kind of acts, and then he signed, like, Trent Reznor and Marilyn Manson, and he signed No Doubt, and, like, he signed, like, all these, like, iconic 90s groups, not just, like, rap groups, but just, like, all across the spectrum, and it's just really interesting to see his history, you know, and them going from being, like, uh, uh, I guess you would say, uh, recording engineers to, like, producers and now to like legitimate businessmen with Beats and you yeah, know being yeah. bought by Apple, it goes, it covers like everything. So yeah, definitely they, check that out if you haven't. Yeah, they
1: they've gone about as high as you know someone in the music industry could expect to go, man. Uh <laughs> The the and culminating this Apple deal, which has just been nuts, and then Beats. I mean, they started Beats. I mean, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and I wasn't like, admittedly, I was not a fan of the first iteration of Beats. I just thought they had way too much bass and there was no kind of like spectrum, audio spectrum. It was just like all bass. But the newer Beats headphones are pretty darn good. I I will admit that they've improved on them dramatically. I would not feel weird wearing a pair of Beats now.
1: <laughs> cool beans. So do you want to get into the main topic?
0: Yeah, let's do it. So first we're to talk
1: about, uh I guess, last week's episode. Uh, we're going to try to hit the high points in that. The Queen's Justice.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: so man, uh, first off, we see Jon Snow making uh land at Dragonstone. There's this meeting between him and Tyrion, and uh also Davos is there in and you know this is kind of Jon, uh, finally making it there to go and talk to Daenerys. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think the thing that jumps out to me most about this meeting, uh, is just the, each, the idea that both of these people, individuals think that they are kind of the man or the king (laughs) or the person in charge, the tension there.
0: Yeah. And I feel like, like it's this whole exchange to me was kind of funny. Um, I guess backing up a little bit, it was cool to see. Tyrion and John kind of have a reunion of sorts. Yeah. 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 It was funny. He's like, how, how does a member of the night's watch become king of the north? He's like, how does a Lannister become hand, hand to Daenerys Targaryen? He's like, yeah. what does he say? He's like, I was drunk most of it. I can't really tell you. <laughs> oh yeah. And he mentions the
1: scar, you know, everybody's taking their licks. So yeah.
0: And it's funny in the, um, how, like, Tyrion's got all these scars from that battle they were in. In the books, he actually loses, like, his nose. His nose gets cut off. Yeah, heard. So, yeah. Like, uh, and they said it was just too impractical to do that. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they didn't, cause he looks pretty, it, it looked pretty gross. <laughs> which,
1: which another thing, uh, this is a totally different t- subject, kind of, but the, uh, the, uh, the latest Star Wars movie, The Force Awakens, we you know Kylo gets the scar across the face. So there's mm-hmm. been rumors that they moved the scar over a little bit because it was just so hard to keep it in the place that it was. So <laughs> you, you might notice in the next episode that his scar has shifted a little bit sideways where it's a little more manageable. You know, people have been <laughs> outraged about that already. So,
0: I <laughs> oh, mean, it doesn't take much to get people outraged. I'll, I'll go into that when we get to the next episode. Cause yeah, somebody, some dude already made me so mad. I guess I'll talk about that. But so yeah.
1: um uh, we had a little saber rattling, uh, as far, as far as, um the titles. So can I, can I just go into the titles real quick? And I kinda wrote them down so I can, uh, <laughs> uh rattle them off real quick.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead.
1: And I may pr- pr- mispronounce some of this stuff. So the Queen of, Queen of Andals, the Ragnar of the First Men, Protector of the realm, Queen of Marine, Khaleesi of the Great Grass Sea, Mother of Dragons, the Unburnt Bricker Chains, Princess of Dragonstone. Oh my
0: God! How does she have so many freaking titles? Um, she likes to. Um, I don't. I don't know, man. It's just <laughs> I. I feel like she is so full of herself right now that she yeah. is just super, super, super.
1: Yeah. But but. By the end of the current episode, I think she earns it because I was just like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> She's a bad. Oh man, it's so great. But anyway, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves.
0: Yeah. So, um, I mean, basically, she expected Jon Snow to just come there and I guess bow her feet, but we yeah. all know that Jon Snow's not not that dude. You know, he. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's and seen I mean, some stuff, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, you have to look at it from his angles, like he's seen all this stuff and like he's actually died. So it's like, um, you don't scare me, dragon lady. <laughs> Basically, you know, he's, he's really not intimidated by her at all.
1: Yeah. And she starts to echo this thing, which we even see in the current episode, bend the knee, take the knee, take the knee. So she really, really wants this guy to pledge his loyalty to her and,
0: and, and I, yeah, it, like, it, it's interesting you say that because I've seen a change in her since she sailed across the sea, the narrow sea, cause, I mean, in, in Essos, like, when people talk to her, like, Jon Snow talked to her, it was like, you're yeah. dead, you know, yeah. but, like, she realizes, I feel like she realizes, much like her ancestor, I think it was Aegon? Aegon was a, uh, uh, yeah. Aegon was the, um, Valerian who came over you know, and conquered Westeros and, um, like just pretty much conquered the entire thing. And it became the kingdom that we know and love, but, you know, even Aegon realized that he couldn't just go through burning down everything, you know, you, you have to kind of get these people to recognize yeah, that, um, or I guess to, what's the right way to say it, to recognize him as a leader. And I mean, Aegon, even Aegon, like when he first got there, um, he went to Harrenhal, I think. Was the name of the country or the castle? Yeah, I think Heron Hall's a castle, right? I think so. So basically he goes to Har, <laughs> he, he goes to Heron Hall and like, um, he's like, uh, bend the knee or you're going to die. And King Heron like just was like, we're not going to bow. And he like Aegon just pretty much burnt the whole castle, like destroyed the castle with dragon fire, destroyed like the entire line. And that's when the Tullys like kind of became the, I, I want to say they became like the, um, the seat, I guess, the, 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 the ward, the, the Tullys became the wardens yeah. of the river, riverlands. I, like, yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I, I get yeah. confused on the terminology because the book terminology and the show terminology is like completely yeah. different because like, just for example, in the book, I mean, in the show, they're called the white walkers and the book, they're called the others. So it's like, there's like all these different terms.
1: Well, I've definitely heard ward or lord kind of entered. Changed
0: there, um, yeah. I think Warden kind of works, but um. So you know, and and it's like she can't be too cocky because she's not exactly um knocking it out of the park over here. Yeah, I mean she does she does have
1: great points. She is the rightful heir. A uh, little debate on that because of the stuff we know from John, but she is as we see it now the rightful heir of the knowledge that people have. But I mean. Not only that, you mentioned a second ago that she may be becoming a little more soft or a little more sympathetical to people's, um, uh, the different thing that people are going through. And I definitely see that cause she, you know, like you said, any other case, she would have just cut the person down and wouldn't take the knee. But as well, she, uh, I've seen like Tyrion in the last few episodes talk to her in a way that seems like in a few seasons back, she wouldn't have stood for at all. So. I don't know. I think she's becoming more of a queen in that sense. But by the same token, John says that, uh, you know, she is, is, is not nearly as ruthless as Cersei is. So, uh, you know, I I think she's becoming, uh, going through those graces to become a, a proper queen.
0: Yeah. And, um, I guess to not get like totally out of, but I just thought of this and I can't believe I haven't thought of it before now, but in the books, like, there, like, she's not like. I remember, like, I guess what kind of made me think of this was you saying that you know her her claim to the throne was kind of contested. I mean, it's even more contested than you than you realize because in the books, there's another character that you know has claim to the throne. So uh, okay, um, he kind of goes by the alias of Young Griff, but um, his story is. When Rhaegar Targaryen's two children, you know the um the Mountain goes into uh raid pretty much raid uh when they raid King's Landing um when you know uh I guess when the Robert's Rebellion is happening the the Lannisters attack King's Landing and the Mountain kills Elia Martell you know it was a whole. The whole Oberon, Oberon sister yeah. when they were fighting. So he kills Ellie Martell and he kills, he kills their two children as well. And you know, it's rather graphic the way he like just, yeah, he kills them. That's all I'm going to say because it's kind of graphic, but there's a rumor that, um, when Aegon, Rhaegar's son Aegon, who was named after his ancestor, when he, um, was born, he was actually swapped. So like, there was this other kid that was actually in his place when all this happened and he was actually sent over to Essos. So like this kid who's go, who goes by the name, Young Griff, like he actually has an army and he like, he has a claim as well. So it's not just, you know, uh, huh. in the book, in the book, it's not just, uh, yeah. I guess just, just to say that in the show, there's kind of two people vying for the crown, but in the book, there's actually three. Yeah. So, Ooh. you know.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of glad they left that out because it's complicated
0: enough as it is. (laughs) And I think that's why they left it out is because it just would have been super, super complicated. But um, yeah, yeah, I need to go back and read those books because it's been a while. But yeah, he um he kind of has a claim to the throne as well. But. Not to get too far off topic, yeah. worry.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. Let, let's just continue to go on and, and continue to hit some of the high points. You know, we kind of covered their meeting and, and John's reluctance to 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 bend the knee. Uh We also see Theon getting fished out of the, I guess, the oh, North okay. Sea or whatever. <laughs>
0: He's and like, I tried, and they're like, If you <laughs> try if you would have really tried,
1: you wouldn't be here. Which is true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, poor Dion. I just continue to feel sorry for him. And then we go on from that to seeing uh your boy Euron with his triumphant return. Euron is Landing.
0: the man, dude. Like your Euron's <laughs> a freaking rock star, dude. He's like one of my favorite characters, even though he's like evil. Yeah. He's just yeah. so much fun, man. Oh, he's so man. much fun. Oh, he has a great taunt
1: uh, of Theon when they're he's marching back in, and he also taunts uh, Jamie as soon the as he finger. gets back. Oh, that was so bad! Oh my the god! Finger in the bone. Ah, uh, don't say it! <laughs> Did you have to say it?
0: I did. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So like basically he is proving his loyalty to Cersei and Cersei's like, all right, if we win the war, you know, it's on, it's on honey. That's yeah, <laughs> basically yeah. what she said. Yeah. And then, uh,
1: Alaria, I mean, that woman acted her butt off in these next few scenes because I felt her pain. They had her looking crazy. Oh man. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. They kind of changed I, her character too, which I didn't like, but I don't really want to get into that cause that's another tangent, but they did what now? They changed, they changed her character. Yeah. Like completely changed her character. But, um, the TV show Elia is it Alaria? Alia? Is it Alaria? Alaria? Yeah, the mother of the sand snakes. I can't. I think it's Hilaria, but like, like, yeah. I have like show Hilaria. I have no sympathy for at all. Like, I didn't feel sorry for her one bit because she should not have killed that girl. There was no Marcella.
1: point. Yeah, I mean, she she deserved everything she got. She's getting uh, no doubt. I don't feel sorry for her in that sense. But still,
0: and, oh oh oh, the, and she killed the king.
1: Yeah, yeah, she for killed no uh, reason. Th- she killed, she killed Dr. Bashir, which really made me mad. Cause I, I like Dr. Bashir. Uh, I don't know what his name is on the show. I'm sorry.
0: Ober's brother. That's what I call him.
1: Cause
0: He'll I don't always mean, be Dr. Rem- Bashir to me. I don't remember his name either, but yeah, it's like, DS9 there was, for the win. They uh, just like. It's like I wasn't like completely like cool with with the dorm people, but when the like the sand snakes, like I just can't stand, like I can't stand them. I hate them as much as I hated Joffrey. Like seriously, like I just could not uh, stand them at all. Uh Well, I'm gonna be a, a typical male and say they were nice to look at. That's that's, <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> yeah. The, uh, they they serve no other purpose for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they were nice eye candy, I guess. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I think everybody
1: universally kinda, kinda hates those characters though. And
0: it's like, it's funny though, like even though I hate Cersei, it, I did enjoy seeing her get her revenge just like I enjoyed her, seeing her get her revenge against the shame lady.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's, well, Cersei's just bad though. I mean,
0: but, but,
1: you know, you, you root for the bad guy sometimes, you know, even cause Cersei did go through, you know, uh, her fair amount of turmoil there. So she did deserve to have some, a bit of
0: revenge. So, uh, you know, I don't know. And they <laughs> killed her daughter. So yeah. Yeah. I just hate so I that think there's I, so many like innocent people getting killed because of stuff their parents did. Yeah. It's just unsettling,
1: but I think the lipstick thing was a little too obvious from, uh, Cersei. <laughs> all of a sudden she turns around and has red lipstick on like it's, it's it's bright whatever uh
0: yeah yeah i thought it was i thought it was poetic though <laughs> and like yeah I, I will say that her having to sit there and watch her daughter's body decompose like that was a little much but hey you play the game of thrones you play to win i guess yeah
1: and some more high points of this episode before we get to the current episode I guess we have the uh whole thing with Tyrion is kind of going between uh Daenerys and Jon to try to play the, <sighs> the matchmaker to get them to agree to work together other than being you know against each other and and you know Daener- Daenerys has dragons that can fly around and stuff she rides on these yet she can't believe the White Walkers exist exactly hey. And one, kind other, fishy to me.
0: <laughs> one other thing I'll say is that, like, while Tyrion is a great advisor and a great diplomat, he is a horrible tactician. Like, he is over right now. Like, <laughs> like, none of his military plans have worked. So I'm hoping that she kind of starts using, you know, John in that capacity. But we'll
1: see. Yeah. I mean, and it makes sense because... Cause I mean, Tyrion is a talker. That's what he does. And his brother is Jamie is the the military guy. So it would make sense that Tyrion doesn't know what he's talking about. Although on the face of it, his plans plan looks like a very good plan, but I, I don't uh, think, I don't think anybody had any clue as to what, uh, Jamie and Cersei had planned to kind of counter what, what, what they probably would do.
0: But dude, like when he was talking through the whole raid of Castle Rock, my whole—I'm thinking the whole time like this is way too easy. Like what? What's gonna happen? Uh, Yeah, Grey Worm's like, where are the rest? (laughs) (laughs) Where are the rest of the Lannisters? (laughs) (laughs) And then Euron in his time in his own—I guess this uh, intergalactic wormhole time machine appears (laughs) appears in the bay. Now, do we know that was him or was it just his ship? Um, I'm going to go with it being him because he was not in this episode at all. The fourth episode. So I'm going with it was him. Um, there was a little bit of time skipping, skippage in this last episode, but it wasn't nearly as bad as episode three was. I was like, come on, man. Like I have no concept of time right now. What is happening?
1: I don't, I think there was a big amount of time skipping in the current episode as well. (laughs) But we'll get to that. Um, yeah, yeah, we also saw Bran come back to, uh, Winterfell and, you know, had that creepy conversation with, uh, Sansa, um, yeah, about I, her wedding night.
0: Yeah, 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 that was kind of <laughs> iffy, but when I feel like you get a better understanding of his character in the fourth episode. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He kind of he kinda explains it and the way he explains it. It makes perfect sense, you know. Yeah, it's true, and and, and, I,
1: and also that's probably the most we've seen of him since he left the tree.
0: Um, yeah, because <laughs> he's he, been absent for a long time. Yeah, he was gone for a couple seasons and came back and it like grew like a foot. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's good stuff. What else happened? Um, oh yeah, so there were two battles that were like, um, oh, well, not two. One battle was completely skipped, and I'm kind of glad they they skipped it because I mean. The, yeah, the raid on um, High Garden. Yeah, it's like
1: I mean, it, I the, mean, it, we still got the point, even though they didn't show every. Of course, they're saving their budget for the big
0: fights, so I, it wasn't well, necessary for them to actually show yeah, them. Yeah, who wants to see one armed Jamie swinging his <laughs> sword around? Like he's the only identifiable identifiable character, at least at that point that we know of in that entire fight. So it's like I, I'm kind of glad they didn't show it because it. Re, I don't feel like it would have been that great of a battle yeah yeah
1: so I guess the the biggest point of that whole um that scene in that this episode anyway was seeing that uh, Olena, uh Tyrell uh and Jamie have that final conversation where uh you know uh jamie is 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 gonna be play Mr Merciful here and not just chop her
0: throat off and <laughs> and <laughs>
1: slip her some poison and she makes a confession
0: the queen of thorns has the last laugh. Because, I mean, when she finds out she's not going to, like, hurt, she's like, she gobbles that poison down quick. Well, I guess before <laughs> he can change his mind, and then she just unloads on him, man. I know, like, when she tells him that she, she's the one that kills his son, like, oh, man. at that point, I thought he was going to pull his sword out and just, like, cut her or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I kind of thought he'd do something like that as well, but, but man, she lays down the... uh the business owner and, and tells them that she was the one that actually killed Joffrey.
0: And it's like even though she's the one that died, like I feel still like she won.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. True.
0: Like yeah, she was a she was the OG till the end though, man. She was one of my favorite characters. Kinda sucked to see her go. But eh, people gotta die.
1: Yeah. So I know we ran through that pretty quick that episode. I also want to mention uh we did have the Jorah uh moment when, the when surgery uh, <laughs> yeah, this, the well well the, he was recovering from the surgery in this Oh yeah, episode. we talked about the
0: surgery in the yeah, last oh, yeah. He's
1: recovering from the surgery and he's all right and and um was it Sam? What's the guy's name? I can never remember his name. Samuel Tarley. Samuel Tarley is assigned to the to to write the scrolls now, which is I don't know, maybe he's gonna deem some more information from doing that, I don't know. Uh, so that scene was cool. And we saw uh actually actually the scene where uh Sansa was kind of Telling everybody what to do, you know, get those breastplates ready for the winter and, um, get some grain to store and stuff like that.
0: So she seems to be a pretty good leader so far that we're she, seeing. She learned from the best. <laughs> Little finger and Cersei. I mean, she's had plenty of training, been around kings and yeah, she was all in the mix and when all that crap was happening in King's Landing. So I mean, hope, yeah, it looks like she picked up a few things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool to see. So yeah, that's the Queen's Justice. And I know guys, we ran through that pretty quick, <laughs> but we, we wanted to get to the fun episode. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 <laughs> which
1: we saw, uh, I guess a few hours ago, the spoils
0: of war. Indeed. Yeah. Speaking of the spoils of war, first scene, you have my fa- one of my favorite characters, Braun, talking with Jamie Lannister. Like, and we found out, oh, Braun was at this battle. That's cool. And, um, you know, he's the sales ward, if you don't remember who Bronn is. He's the sales ward that Tyrion hired when everybody was trying to kill him. And um, once his name was kind of clear, I'm still not sure exactly what happened. But he ended up training Jaime when he lost his hand. I can't remember exactly what happened. This is horrible. But anyway, like when Jaime loses his hand, he like kind of trains him to fight again. And then I guess kind of sticks by side because yeah. they pr- promise him a castle <laughs> <laughs> which he doesn't fail to bring up in this episode. <laughs> yeah, he's like the
1: Lannisters pay their debts except to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we see why uh we had a scene in the last episode where I guess uh somebody from the Bank of Essos, is that it?
0: Is uh it yeah, high? the um That's uh, not what
1: it's called. Iron Bank. The the Iron Bank. Bank yeah. Yeah. Uh, come to collect on their debts, and Cersei says we'll have it in a fortnight or two weeks. Uh, I think that's the, what a fortnight is. And we see what her plan was. So I think the plan to um go to Highgarden was less to do with strategy and more to do with
0: uh yeah. money,
1: maybe. That's what it seems like.
0: Yeah, because we find out. Because like I was thinking the whole time, like why is she so scared of the Iron Bank? But we find out that they have plenty of military muscle they can hire when people don't pay their debts. So like they, they're yeah, she was actually in danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. See, I didn't, I
1: didn't really get that from the scene, but I guess, I guess it is what they discuss. I guess I didn't really feel
0: it. So much. when she's talking about hiring, I can't remember what the the army name is. But she's talking about hiring um some kind of one of the armies in Essos, and um let me see if I can figure out what the name of the blah 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 blah. the bra bra I can't remember. But anyway, one of the the Free Company of Essos I think is what it's called, or one of those the Second Sons I think was it the Second Sons I can't remember. Anyway, one of those (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was the Second Sons, but anyway. She's talking about hiring one of these, uh, free companies to fight for her. And the guy from the iron bank is like, yeah, yeah, we've had to hire them many times when, um, people don't pay their debts. Oh. <laughs> and, it, and like that's, I'm okay. okay and that's when it kind of linked to me. Like, yeah, that's why she's so worried about the iron bank. Cause I guess it wouldn't be hard if you have all the money to hire people to collect for you. Kind of makes sense yeah that's true that's true that's
1: true so um yeah so um we see that that jamie you know they're going to uh pillage the land they're around high garden to to get all the money they can because you know i guess they have a lot to pay back uh supposedly
0: (laughs) yeah so there was a movie with wesley wesley snipes in it called money train like this is a literal train of money headed back to king's landing a train of gold
1: ah Huh,
0: so makes sense. Yeah. They're taking all the gold, bringing it back to pay the Iron Bank. And, um, yeah, so, uh, the guy comes back from the, um, we see, he was in episode three, two, his name is Dickon. <laughs> <laughs> and when he yeah. says, when he says his name in front of Brian, Brian just busts out laughing and Jamie just looks at him like, you, you a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jamie called him Rickon again because he didn't want to say his real name. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is funny. Um, yeah. One thing I did notice too,
1: we don't see too many of the normal soldiers, uh, that much. And his armor just looked like he was at the bottom of the bottom. Yeah. You know, he didn't have, you know, I guess royal
0: armor. And it it's just like somebody just took some tin and, and bit them the Yeah, screen. They hammered a roof together or something, yeah. sent him yeah. from the farm to fight yeah so i thought that
1: was really funny because you just don't see that that i haven't seen that much lately of just normal plain jane regular people from the bottom trying to make it to the top armor
0: <laughs> yeah and one of the cool things for me in the next scene was um when little finger's talking to Brian or brand i'm sorry and um little finger's kind of doing his whole um I'm I'm here for you guys, blah blah blah. I'm oh, a, that I'm dude a, is such a jerk. I'm a straight shooter. You can trust me and all this crap. And like, of course, Bran seen everything at this point, he's probably knows that. Um,
1: he's the one who said it was Tyrion's. Um, yeah, because I because I know the first season, they asked him what happened to his uh
0: blade, and he so said it's he his gave, dagger. Yeah,
1: he said he gave it to Tyrion, I believe. Or something like that, that or,
0: today. That or it got stole. I can't remember exactly what happened. He said I think he said like Terry Took it or something. Yeah. But like we all know that um Littlefinger was instrumental in, you know, the capture of Ned Stark. Littlefinger's talking to Bran, giving him the whole I'm here for you, I was here for your mother, blah, blah, blah. Here's the dagger that the people used to try to kill you and I don't know if you caught this, but the whole time Brand's just kind of looking at him. We know that he probably knows that he was instrumental in his father's, you know, capture and death. Yeah. Cause he yeah, knows.
1: Littlefinger it, started this whole thing. Well, really Jamie did by pushing Brand out the window, but littlefinger started this whole thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but, um, so Brand looks at him and pre- completely shuts him up. He says chaos is a ladder and just completely shuts him up. But, so what does that mean? I don't, I don't Okay. Know if I get so, that. so in, it was either season one or two, Varys and Littlefinger are having a conversation about all the crazy stuff that's going on. And Varys is like, this chaos is a pit that's going to consume us all. And Littlefinger oh. looks at him and says, chaos isn't a pit. Chaos is a ladder. And there, there's like, a, I don't have the quote in front of me, but when he said that to him, I was like, Oh snap. He knows. Oh man. I didn't remember that, dude. He knows. And. Littlefinger knows that he knows, so that's when he's like, well, I think I better go, and he yeah. like kind of walks out, and it's like, <sighs> Littlefinger should be really scared right now, because Arya, well, we'll get to Arya later, but Sansa definitely doesn't like him, we know that Jon doesn't like him, um... Bran can see right through him and it's like none of the Stark kids are having any of that. I mean, the only reason he's around at this point is because he's kind of like the warden of the veil or whatever he is. He's just kind of controlling the veil right now. They just need the veil's army and that's the only reason he's even around. I don't think he realizes that or maybe he does. He's a smart guy, but
1: well, I think it's the perfect, the perfect a set of events to happen because before he was just like in the shadows running everything. But like, since what has happened to brand, you know, all that he's done in the dark has kind of come to light. Yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, it can't really be hidden anymore and he can't really just play in the shadows. So that takes a huge advantage of the type of character he is. You know, he's going to, he's not going to be able to, to run control stuff from, from behind the scenes much longer, I don't think.
0: Yeah, and like, Arya, when Arya finds out Littlefinger's there, she's like, Littlefinger's here. Why is Littlefinger there? I think she knows that, you know, of all the stuff that he was doing, like, I think she kind of, kn- I can't, like, I- I'll have to go back and look at some summaries from the earlier season, but I- I'm pretty sure she knows all the stuff that he's been up to, so yeah. that's another reason that he should be very afraid. <laughs> be very afraid. Oh, yeah, and so, the, scene, the scene he had with, um... With the re girl, that was just sad, man. Oh yeah, man. Well, it drove
1: home that point. I know we talked about in the last episode when when Brand has his meeting with Sansa at the tree. I forgot what the tree's called the Redwood tree. The yeah, the Redwood tree and weir
0: weirwood tree,
1: weirwood tree. And she and he kind of just you know is blunt about what he's seen, you know, from their the her marriage or or. or uh honeymoon or whatever, and he kind of continues down that path uh in this same convers- in the in this conversation where he doesn't really show any affection or any thankfulness of of um what's the girl's name again i'm sorry
0: uh I can't remember her first name I know she's Reese's daughter I can't remember yeah. her first name at this Junction. Yeah,
1: but, but, but he doesn't really show her any affection or anything. He's just, he says, thank you. But he tells her that he's a different person now. You know, he's not yeah. the same brand that they took, took to the tree.
0: And he, like the way he illustrates it is just perfect. He's like, yeah, I remember being Bran Stark, but I remember so much more now. And th- if you think about it, that makes m- so much sense. So like for me, for example, I've been alive 33 years, um, if, if the history of the entire existence of the world was suddenly thrust into my memory, the memory of me being Carrie would just get very, 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 very small, microscopic and, you know, insignificant in scope, you know, so I, yeah, it makes sense, at least to me, that kind of hit it home for me. Oh yeah, I totally
1: agree. Cool.
0: So Arya rolls up and. That girl, um, she's rolling back in the Winterfell with all of her training from the faceless men and from the, yeah. she was with the hound too, wasn't she? Yeah. So she's like yes. gotten all kinds of like military fighting training, just a little bit, little mini assassin walking around. Yeah. Yeah, man.
1: She's, uh, she rolls on up and, uh, says, let me in. <laughs> I belong here. And you know, I don't blame the guards. You know, this little kid coming up, well, not kid, girl teenage girl coming up and being like uh this is my home and you know most of the other starks are dead so why would they believe her
0: yeah they i mean up until this point at least in westeros she's believed to be dead so it it makes sense yeah 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 cool so um I, I'm, I'm i'm trying to remember exactly what happened i know she, she didn't have her f- fight at this point that was a little bit later I think. Yeah,
1: so so she goes to the crypt and um Sansa meets her down. There. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah, yeah the crypt. Yeah, because um they the guards eventually go and tell Sansa there was this girl here claiming to be her sister, but she disappeared. And you know Sansa says I know exactly where she is. Ironically, I don't know how she knew that, but well,
0: uh, <laughs> if you think about it, she hasn't seen her dad. Last time she saw her dad was when he got his head chopped off like yeah so she yeah. hasn't visited his grave so like it makes sense that she would go visit him you know and her mother too they're both gone
1: yeah and and this at this point we kind of see where you know the stuff we've been waiting for for seven seasons finally happens you know they finally meet each other again and which is you know just the awesome moment <laughs> yeah and I, I'm not even sure they know what to think of each other because you know they've changed so much from from there to now. You know Sansa is kind of leading; is yeah. kind of the leader of Winterfell at this point. And I guess I guess Sansa doesn't really know how much Arya's changed, but she soon finds out when Arya mentions a list of, well, yeah. of people.
0: Yeah, and to explore it a little further. If you remember, when they were kid, when they, they're I guess they're still kids, but when they were you know a couple seasons ago. Like kinda like her and John Sansa and John, Sansa and Arya weren't exactly like bosom buddies, you know. They didn't really I don't want to say they didn't like each other because you know they're family, but it's not like they were super, super close, you know. I feel like Arya was super, super close with John and then the other kids were kinda like kinda in their own doing their own thing, I guess, you know, like Sansa was trying to like being all prissy and wanting to be a queen yeah, and all this true. other it's kind it's of a stuff. Girl a girl. Yeah. And I think that's one reason her and Arya didn't really have that much of a bond because Arya's like, man, I don't want to do any of this. I want to fight. I want to kill people or whatever. So the, it, I, I feel like they were genu- genuinely happy to see each other, but I do like the way the ac- actors captured that bit of awkwardness, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It was really, really cool.
1: And then we go from there to the, both of them going to meet, to meet Bran. Um, mm-hmm. And, and again, you know, this is weird meeting of, of brand is just not acting the same as, as what they thought he would. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just so funny how much older these kids look. I mean, Sansa yeah. looks fairly the same. She doesn't look much older than she did before, but the other two, they, yeah, just... they were
0: super, super small at the yeah. beginning. So, and it's, it's funny because when Sansa, I mean, when Arya tells Sansa, like, I have a list of people I'm going to kill. Um, she's like, she kind of laughs it off like whatever. But then when Brian brings it up, she's like, Oh, you're serious. You're serious. She's like, who's on this list? Yeah. Yeah. She mentioned Cersei being on it. Most of them, when she says most
1: of them are dead already, I thought that was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That was pretty good. And then she gets the Valerian steel dagger from, uh, from Bran, which I thought was cool. She's the
0: person that needs it. (laughs) Yeah. She's going to need that to fight those white walkers.
1: Oh yeah. So what is it, the Valerian steel and dragon glass with only two things that can kill White Walkers?
0: Yeah. Um so Valerian Blades, they were forged obviously from the name they were forged in Valeria and the Valerian, um I guess you would call them blacksmiths or not even blacksmiths, but they they were they were forged with like dragon fire and magic. So ah, there's okay. there they have some magical properties the blades do and of course they're very rare and valuable as well but that's kind of um and the th- the thing that kind of confuses me though is so when Ned gets killed his ice dagger is melted his ice sword the big you know long yeah. sword it's melted down to Widow's whale well and the Oathkeeper like so Brianne's sword is part of it and then the sword that Joffrey had. Called widows. Well, they were both made out of, and like that's one of the things that confused me is like how how did they do that with you know? Which doesn't Jamie have his sword now? I think he does. Yeah, but but has. Ned's sword was so freaking huge, though, man. Even from enormous. the statue
1: that you see, he holding he's holding up the sword. Yeah, <laughs> on his, his uh in the crypt, uh that that sword was freaking huge, man. I don't.
0: I want to go back to the first first few episodes and
1: look at it again because
0: yeah, I have wow. I have to do some more reading cuz I don't know if those swords are as powerful or as you know as the original sword, you know, Valyrian sword that was forged. Uh, it's like that's some, like that's confusing me. I, I don't I'll have to go back and do some more research on that. But ah. I but I do know it was melted down into those two swords and um what happens next? Oh, yeah, we cut back to, uh, Danny and John at this point, right? After their yeah. talk. Yeah, John, uh, takes, uh, Daenerys to the caves. Yeah, and it's funny because they see the dragon glass and then they see these paintings on the wall and she's like, oh my goodness, this is the history of the world. And I, I was thinking, I was like, where are they going with this? And then they show the <laughs> cave paintings of everybody fighting the White Walkers and then it's like, ding. Yeah. That's so yeah. awesome. And, you know, and, convenient but still awesome because it would make sense that if that um cave or mountain was actually you know in old town in the um the maester college if they had documentation of it it would make sense that you know if that was what they used to fight the risk you know to fight off the white walkers the last time so yeah and it and it seemed like she was surprised
1: by the cave. It seemed like anybody who would have li- who would li- have lived at that castle would have known about the cave. Not like it was off the beaten path. It seemed like it, was, it seemed like it was right at the entrance at the foot of the the beach there. So yeah, I, for it to be hidden or them not to know anything about it.
0: Well, they did just get there, and I mean, if you think about it, when Aegon, I don't think there was you know when Aegon was there. This is before Aegon even came over. To Dragonstone and set up his kind of set up his little castle and everything. This is way like this stuff happened like way before that. Yeah. We're talking yeah, about true. the, we're talking about the first men and the, the children of the four, was it children the of the tree people? Yeah. Those got like this is like before Valera was destroyed. Like this is like way, way back, back then as my friend RC would say way back then and. So it would make sense that, you know, maybe they never came across it. It's just they didn't need dragon glass. I mean, I don't know. It makes sense to me.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just didn't know what it was. You know, you're going a cave and sell these different things. You know, it just looks like geometrical shapes. Or <laughs> yeah. You know.
0: and, a bu- and a bunch of Neanderthal cave paintings. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I can kind of see that, too. Maybe they knew about it, but they just didn't really know the significance. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. No,
1: no, no. I'm just uh, going, going to go on to the next point. So, um, in the cave, John and, and Daenerys has this talk. And, you know, once again, she asks him to bend the knee. And, <laughs> um, when upon exiting the cave, she learns of the, um, the n- really none battle at Castle Rock from the, um, the unsullied. And she is just kind of pissed
0: off yeah. about things going so badly. Before we get there, like, I just want to say that like Amelia Clark and kid Harrington, they have great chemistry. <laughs> like yeah, they do. in the last two, this episode and the last episode, their scenes, I mean, I feel like the, they do such a great job uh portraying the different, the two, you know, opposing, or I guess semi opposing viewpoints in their, you know, in their struggle. So I, I, I don't know. I just wanted to call that out, but yeah, um, she is pretty upset right now. <laughs> Yeah. And she kind of makes a statement,
1: you know, uh, she gets, gives pretty much a dig at, at, uh, Tyrion, you know, uh, are you, on? Un- un- are you undermining me because these are your people that we're going against? You know, this is your family. And she's just kind of pissed and she's kind of like one of those, uh, generals or, uh, um, admirals or whatever who say, you know, enough of letting you guys do this stuff and F it up. I'm going to, it's my turn to, to show what I'm made of.
0: Yeah. And one thing I will say is though, like at first when I watched this episode, I've watched it a couple of times, but like the first time I watched it, I, I thought that she just completely ignored John's advice, but she actually does, you know, take his advice and she doesn't go to the red keep. Um, she just goes and attacks the army. Um, and I think that's a subtle, subtle thing there. I don't like, I'm, did you catch that when you watch it or?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause definitely. You know, when they showed Jamie and, and the rest of uh rest of the army out there on I forgot what road that is, but headed back to King's Landing, you know, I was like, uh I really did not expect them to get attacked until the until. rumbling. <laughs> the well before the rumbling when they show they showed a bunch of views where they showed panning of like the landscape. So they would have, like, Jamie and them kind of in a corner, but they would show a big view of the whole landscape and the mountains and stuff. I was like, they're showing a lot of wide angles. Something's probably <laughs> going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, so she she makes the decision to 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 kind of go into battle, and like you said, instead of laying torch to King's Landing, you know, I have an opportunity to go out here on the, on the the uh, out here in the middle of nowhere, but still do my damage.
0: And we get are- our to me, was the that was really the only time skip that I just noticed. Like there was like I was like, "What? She's where?" And <laughs> and like that, like honestly, where they are, um, it's about halfway across the continent. So they're yeah, they're in on um, maps. <laughs> yeah, it's about halfway across the continent. So like that was a pretty significant time jump there. Yeah, and again, I think.
1: Once they do the special editions or the remastered releases yeah, of these shows. They better put
0: some time stamps on there. Yeah. Man. They better have to. absolutely no sense.
1: None whatsoever that she's over there now, but you kind of just have to deduce. Okay. This time has passed, but it's just a little much to kind of just have to kind of keep in your head. Just tell me five months later or yeah, something. Yeah. But it
0: makes, it makes sense though, because when John and, uh, Davos and Masande mm-hmm. are talking that she's not there because, you know, Theon's ship finally gets there. Like when you go back and like kind of look yeah. at what's happening, it, you know, it, it kind of, you don't, there's no Tyrion, you know, it, it kind of makes sense, but at the same time, it's just such a, a abrupt jump and you don't even really notice it until they're like, she's not here. <laughs> but even from the same point,
1: if you just look at the map and look at what's been happening, like from Theon to make it from um where he got attacked back to Dragonstone, and for her to make it
0: own land to the middle of all uh, Westeros. Uh, well, well, yeah, that's that's one thing that kind of threw me off, honestly, because if you think about it, so let me pull up this map. The, like if you think about it, where they were headed, they were headed back to Dorne. So Theon and his sister were taking um. Alaria, they were taking her back to yeah. Dorne and they have to sail past King's Landing almost to get there. So like that, like that part kind of made sense to me. Yeah.
1: But we don't know exactly where in the journey they actually got attacked, but, but yeah, that does make sense.
0: Well, I mean, it kind of makes that sense can, because it, like whether they can be caught
1: by, by at sea, it makes sense that they could be caught by sea at that point to me.
0: <laughs> so like whatever wherever they are though let's say they're halfway to dorm when that happens so the 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 disconnect for me is so they're halfway at dorm you're under attack them so i'm assuming when you're under attack and they survive they both sail back to their their home bases or whatever, so they should have gotten to Dragonstone the same time Euron got the King's Landing. Actually, they should yeah. they should have gotten to Dragonstone before Euron got the King's Landing. <laughs> so you mean to tell me Euron goes Euron <laughs> gets back to King's Landing, then sails all the way around the continent to Casterly Rock before Euron gets back to Dragonstone? Like that part made no sense to me at all. Like it's just that yeah. that that made zero sense. Like I, yeah. I feel like they're taking liberties with time here. And like that was the one thing that just, just left me dumbfounded. I'm like, how in the world is well, he just now getting back to Dragonstone?
1: Well, do we know if the map that they painted on the floor in Cersei, where Cersei is at King's Landing, did they, do we know if that map matches the maps that we've seen of Westeros from the book and earlier
0: or is it different? Um, I don't. I would be surprised, honestly, I'd be surprised if, if it's different because it, like, they talk about the narrow sea and, you know, they talk about, like, all the stuff that is, that has been submitted with all of the books that, or not the books, the, the, um, information that George R. 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 Martin's published. Like, all, yeah. all that stuff's, like, everything's consistent, but except for what's happening now, like, makes, some of it just doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm looking at it, looking at a screenshot of it. It looks pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, this I don't know. Yeah, I guess you can't solve all these issues. Uh but yeah, the time stuff does get a little weird,
0: I must admit. Yeah, it's yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> that was just one thing that just jumped out at me. I was like, how is he just not what because I thought they were selling back to um Iron Islands, but I guess they wouldn't sell back to Iron Islands because they're sure now. So, yeah, but yeah, weird. So we get to the battle, right? Um,
1: yes, the battle.
0: Oh, okay. So we hear all the rumbling. This is my favorite part. We hear all the rumbling. So Bronn and Jamie are just kind of looking at each other, getting everybody ready. Then the direct the Thraki like just appear over the horizon, and they're coming. And, um, Bron's pretty much telling Jamie he needs to leave and Jamie's like, we can hold them off. And then <laughs> the very Nick, the camera pans to the horizon again. And then you see Danny riding Drogo fly over the horizon and he's Uh-oh. like, oh no, <laughs> dude, they did a really, really good job of Danny
1: riding Drogo because the first time he showed it from that Coliseum where he like comes and gets her and they fly of the Coliseum. Yeah. That looked weird. I guess it was 2 or 3 seasons back.
0: And that looked- and he was smaller then too. Like That's true. He, he is That's continuously true. growing. Like he's huge now. Like he is humongous now. Yeah. Yeah, but this time her riding the
1: dragon did not look weird at all. It was very believable, uh, <laughs> which is crazy. It's a dragon. Uh but but yeah, I I love that scene, man. I love that scene. So yeah. I'm guessing she she just didn't bring the other two dragons, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because um I talk about Aegon the Conqueror a lot, and as huge as Drogon is now, like, he is nowhere near as big as Balerion was, which was Aegon's dragon. Like, he was humongous. Like, I think he was probably at least... He was at least three or four times as big, maybe even bigger than that, than, than, than um, Drogon is right now. It, as, as hard as that is to believe, like, the older the dragons get, the bigger they get, but... Like I just think that's crazy that he like it makes sense that that if the dragon was that big he could completely melt like a castle yeah <laughs> yeah but I mean having dragons at this point on a battlefield like this is equivalent to having nuclear weapons I mean it's just <laughs> it's just not
1: even it's not even fair man oh so freaking good. And she, you know, they make this thing, uh, Brian and Jamie like, hold the line, hold a line. What well, <laughs> is the first thing Drogo does? You know, kind of just uh, casually shoots a flame up the middle of the line and breaks the line. So. <laughs> and
0: it's like, they they did such a great job of illustrating how devastating a dragon is to medieval warfare. Like he was just yeah. roasting them. He broke the line. And like you said, in the Dothraki, just poured in. And, you know, I also thought this was a really good scene
1: because... It's been so long since we've kind of seen the, the Thraci just decimate anybody <laughs> and, and the, the unsullied is kind of taking the premier role, I feel, in the last few seasons, but it felt really cool to see the, the Thraki ride through on their horses and just decimate. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: and, was a lot of fun. And we get to see that D- Danny speaks some, uh, high Valerian. Um, she uses the word Drakar's, which means burn. Ah. And like she's actually she's actually in complete control of this dragon now. Um, if you remember before the Coliseum thing, the dragons weren't really listening to her and they were like yeah. pillaging the land and she had to lock them up. But now I feel like she like I think some of it is vocal and then I think if I remember this correctly, it's it's also like a mind thing too. So like they linked with each other like telepathically almost. So she can well, kinda control him with her well, mind as well. Yeah, that's what I want to ask you. Is there something inherent in the
1: Targaryen bloodline that allows him uh gives them this innate ability to kinda control dragons and nurture them up to become these beasts that they
0: will? Um, I believe that it's it's similar, but not 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 exactly, but it's similar to the warg. But Okay. It it's similar to that, but it's not the same thing. And if I'm wrong on this, please um call me out on it. But it there's there's some kind I can't ah uh, there's some kind of mind link between the rider and the dragon. I mean they their minds kind of I don't know like they they kind of link together. So huh.
1: Well, it's it's interesting that you would mention warg. So could Brand Brand potentially uh. <laughs> Warg into a dragon?
0: Um, yeah, it's definitely potential. Um, I wouldn't say that. You know, I don't really know about. You know how possible that is, but I think at this point, it's 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 very very possible hmm. that he can warg into a dragon. Um, but yeah, that's why I haven't really thought about that before. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, he should be able to. I mean. And 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 how many people have this
1: ability to warg? Is it just Brian at this point, or are more the more people
0: have that ability? Oh, there's definitely more people that can do that. It's kind of like a, you know how? I mean, I think it's like somebody being born with, um, at this point, being born with the ability to like tell fortunes and stuff, but not like as a gag. But in, in this world, anyway, like you know, I, I feel like it's very, very, you know there there're definitely more people who can war. i there's there's also some some history behind that as well but it escapes so, my mind at the moment
1: <laughs> so what 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 ability special i'm asking you a lot of questions i'm sorry but but what special ability did he get from the the is it a three-eyed raven yeah what what special ability did he get from him besides the ability ability to war? did he get the ability to go in the past and see past events well, i mean well tr-
0: well yeah so the weirwood trees so they've seen the history of Westeros and okay. he can see he can see anything that the weirwood trees have seen which is why he can pretty much see the entire history of the the continent pretty much um that and the warging i'm not sure what else off the top of my head, he's capable of, um, but I do know that, you know, those are the two main things is he's able to, you know, the, the, the ward thing is kind of secondary to the werewolf thing. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Let's see, training, writing. Dragons cannot, this is from the wiki, dragons cannot be truly tamed, but they can be bonded with and trained. The Valerians rode dragons for millennia. Aegon Targaryen, Aegon the First, and his sister wives, who descended on, from old Valeria, used the last three dragons in the world to conquer the Seven Kingdoms. Dragons are intelligent. Um, since they can't be tra- tamed, they're dangerous, but they can form, form very strong bonds with their riders and will show affection and trust towards them. So she issues focal commands in high valerian, you know, that like I was saying, the Dracarys, yeah, and they breathe fire, but yeah, it's kind of a mind thing. I think more than just like a direct warg, it's kind of like a mind bond. Like, ah, I wish I had did some more research on this, but no, no, that's <laughs> no, all good, man.
1: So, so I mean, she decimates pretty much through, during the course of this battle. Uh, Jamie and his army is is losing handedly. And we see where Jamie directs Braun to go uh get that ultimate weapon out and lay waste to uh the dragon.
0: Yeah, and he pretty much <laughs> um, gets
1: chased across
0: the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It was funny to see him run. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the first but, time I ever saw him run from anything.
1: Yeah, so so what do you think of this? Ultimate weapon that Cersei has to defeat well, the dragons.
0: Well, I, I think it's, it, it, it can work obviously as we see him shoot, uh, Drogan in the arm, wing, shoulder, I guess. Um, but it's, you know, it's definitely not going to be something that's going to be easy for people to use. Cause we know Braun, he's a seasoned soldier and you, I think that was the best case scenario. What we saw. Yeah. You, you know, I don't see. You know, unless they have like a hundred of those things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, I think the number of them was the problem. If it was more than one, they might have a fighting chance.
0: Yeah. But it's like, yeah, that was definitely the best case scenario. I don't see anybody doing any better than he did because the one thing you have to think about when you're wielding that is, Oh my God, this fire breathing dragon is flying towards <laughs> me and can roast I'm me. A,
1: yeah. I'm painting a target on my
0: back on my head or wherever yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on this thing. Just don't miss. But I mean, he, he, he nicks him and you know, at first I thought he wasn't able to fly and I'm like, how how is he going, how is, um, Danny going to survive this? But at the last second, he kind of gets his, he gets his flight back and then lands softly. But (laughs) I was really, I was like, what, what, like, are they going to, is she going to die? Like what's going to happen? Well, even so,
1: it seems like these dragons are just as devastating on the ground as they are in the air. <laughs>
0: Most definitely. Um, yeah. It, like it was kind of sad though, seeing him squeal and seeing Danny try to pull that, um, that, a- yeah. that arrow or I guess spear, spear yeah. or whatever it is, pull it out of his wing. And Jamie's just sitting there like, um, should I do it? Should I do it? And Tyrion's like, don't. He's like, run away, you idiot.
1: <laughs> like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> It is yeah. funny
0: cause like the scene before the, the, the Thraki soldier was like, your people are weak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Then he, he rides toward her and it's like, what? This can't end well. I was like, are they going to kill Jamie off like this quickly? Yeah. I thought he was toast to be yeah. honest. At the last, at the last second, Braun of course saves the day and, um, you know, tackles him and prevents him from being roasted. But, I mean, he's also in danger because he's got all that armor on, and he's sinking to like oh, the Oh, so bottom. is
1: that why he was sinking so
0: yeah, uh, fastly? He's sinking to the bottom of this lake because he's got all his heavy armor on, so, I mean, and I- I thought it was the hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they come out of that. Did yeah. Did you watch the preview?
1: Uh, no, I didn't. You, not, unfortunately.
0: You didn't watch the preview? <laughs> I was prepping for the show. Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) Was it good? Yeah. Go on there and watch it. Like, if you Google or go to YouTube and just search for, like, season seven, episode five preview, it'll be, like, the first thing that comes up. But it's, yeah. I'm looking forward to the next episode, man. Oh, man. I'm not here to murder. Bend the knee and join me. Or refuse and die. You need to find a way to make her listen. Whatever stands in our way, we will
1: defeat it. Fran saw the Night King and his army marching
0: towards Eastwatch. But things are coming. Yeah, there's definitely some time passage here. Because when I first saw the preview, I thought Jon was back in Winterfell. But he's actually talking to Danny and Varys and Tyrion did you notice that i'm looking at it one more time
1: oh Oh, it looks like she's trying to turn the people that uh yeah so those are the lannisters
0: defeated lannisters um she's trying to turn them wow that's classic daenerys though yeah and i mean it's like either follow her or get roasted i mean those those are your two choices at that point yeah
1: John is back in Winterfell. Okay. I'm sorry for wasting time. No, no, you didn't waste time. I cut some of that out.
0: Yeah. Like when they showed John, I thought he was back in Winterfell, but he's not. He's still there. He's talking to Danny when he says, when he talks about Bran. So I'm assuming he sent a raven or he flew there with a message or something. I don't know. (laughs) Hmm.
1: Interesting, man. Interesting.
0: Should be good. Yeah. They just keep getting better, man. Like each episode has topped the last. Dude, they spent some freaking money on this episode. This,
1: uh, I mean, I, I thought that Pirate Battle was awesome with Euron and the, and the rest of the Greyjoys,
0: but... Yeah, the CG's phenomenal, geez. man. Like, they they are not sparing any expense, which I guess that's why they shorten the episode count, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if they got to shorten the
1: seven episodes, get all these actions, shorten them up. <laughs> they should have been dead. But, yeah. oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Man, I was just... Dude... There was there was two points in this episode when I was a fifth grade schoolgirl. <laughs> One is when Arya was fighting uh, Brienne. I
0: was like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, that's awesome." Oh, how do we miss that? Yeah, <laughs> do not talk about that. We haven't talked about that at all. We completely oh. missed it. The highlight of the episode. Well, it's hard to call it the highlight of the episode after the way it ended, but we finally get to see just how dangerous Arya is. Because it's like, yeah, she can fight, but she's still like this little puny girl. But Brienne, who defeated the hound, even though he was weakened, she still defeated him. And, um, so she's sparred. And it's funny because like at first when Ari's like, don't worry, I won't cut you. She's like, I'll try to like, she's like, whatever girl. And then like (laughs) halfway through the fight, like your sword is too small. Halfway through the fight, Brienne just gets this look on her face like, okay, you little SH, like, I'm going to like hurt you, and like she starts getting serious, and I feel like Aria just played with her the whole time. Oh, the best part was when when um,
1: Brian kicked her and she was on the ground, and she like jumped up with no hands and was doing the dancing man pose. Yeah, i was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) she's (laughs) bad.
0: Yeah, man, it was it was so good, good to good to behold, man. Like. Especially after seeing, um, I can't, what was her teacher's name? Serial, Serial Pharrell. Yeah, (laughs) Serial. Serial Pharrell, like, he was, the water dance, I think is what it's called, um, is the, the sword fighting technique that he, that he was teaching her, but yeah, it was so cool to see her kind of become the master, and, oh yeah, so this is what we, so this is the Game of Thrones, the, the Reddit thing I was upset about, so some dude watches that clip and he's like... There's no way possible for Arya to block that sword. Brienne should crush her, and I'm like, dude, she's not blocking direct blows from the sword. She she's parrying, and the whole point yeah. the whole point of a parry is to to deflect and move. Yeah, redirect the momentum. I mean, she's not dumb enough to take a a full blow from Brienne. Brienne will like crush her in the dust. But that's as she would most people, (laughs) but like that's her fighting style. Like she's way, way quicker than Brianne and her sword's not big. And it was just, it just, I don't know, make perfect sense the way the fight played out because Brienne's basically just a big brute. It was kind of like Viper fighting or it was kind of like Oberon fighting the mountain. You know, he was using his speed and agility. I like compared
1: to like drunken boxing. You don't really. You're not really trying to overpower people with junk junk and boxing, you're just letting them do what they do and kind of just flowing with them, yeah, I
0: don't know if that's an app comparison, but <laughs> but yeah, like basically using using her strength against her is basically what she did, and I mean, she got some nice hits in, <laughs> oh yeah, it was awesome, it was freaking awesome and dude, the look she gave the look she gave little finger after they got done, he looked like he was terrified. Like he just, he just bowed, <laughs> as he should be, he just bowed his head and walked off. I hope Ari is the one that gets him. Oh yeah. I, I have a feeling he won't last the rest of this season. I don't, I don't think he's going to last because all they have to do really is tell them that like let them know. Cause Sansa knows that he killed, um, the Tully woman, um, Catelyn's sister. What was her name?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Kicked he her down her off the, the moon door.
0: Yeah. So like, like all, all she has to do is let her know that. But and then Sansa can marry what's his name, the little pipsqueak boy, and then yeah, they've got the veil. Yeah, yeah, man, that dude. Oh, yeah, Littlefinger is is definitely he's gonna get uh, like he he's gonna get what's coming to him though. Like I feel like maybe maybe we don't maybe maybe. <laughs> we don't know, but Dude, it seems like it uh, is getting it. One, one thing I will say about this show is that nobody gets away with anything. Like if you mess up and do something that you're not supposed to do, good or evil, it, it, you, you know, it's eventually going to catch up with you. I mean, the sand snakes are the perfect example of that. You know, yeah. So hopefully he doesn't, I, I hope he doesn't make it till the end of this. I would be really upset. <laughs> He's done too much messed up stuff. Yeah. But I guess Varys has too, kind of.
1: Well, I don't know. Varys has been, I don't feel like Varys really done a whole bunch of bad stuff. He's kind of just been like the, he's like a tattletale in a sense. I don't think he's purposely. Yeah, he's the,
0: not really, you're right. He's not really orchestrating anything. He's just kind of, he just kind of goes with whoever he thinks is going to win. Yeah. I guess. Agreed. <laughs> so, um, do you have any bold predictions for the next Three episodes.
1: Oh, man. Predictions for Game of Thrones. You know what, man? I don't I don't know if I do. I really I mean, I don't know if I could say all good will prevail. But I guess the question is, who's really good now? I mean, other than Jon and maybe Daenerys. But I don't know. I'm just excited to see it play out. And I don't I don't know if I really have a prediction. I just want to see the White Walkers get taken out once and for
0: all. But yeah, you know, I think that's going to happen. One thing I will say about this show is that it preaches through action, if not through like just blatant, explicit, like like just saying it, it preaches balance. (laughs) So I feel like with my experience in the show anyway, like if you're too good or you're too bad, you end up getting killed. It's the people who can kind of play both sides and walk the line, you know, kind of, you know, you know, kind of adapt to whatever situation they're in and- you know, not be, because I mean Ned's Ned's fatal flaw was that he was too good. <laughs> like that's why he got killed. He was too. He was never. He was never willing to bend his. I don't want to say his morals, but he was never willing to. You know, see the other side of things, and he was too honorable. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah.
1: He was I mean, there was no gray area with him. You know. Yeah, he was. Hon- I mean, which he's honorable th- to a fault. I mean, which they demonstrated. Demonstrate that in the very first episode when he chops the dude head off. Uh, that ran from um, what well, he was um, a Nights Watch. He ran from the, from them, and he was like, uh he found him in the forest. He, like, chops his head off in the very
0: first episode. Yeah, the guy that so, ran away from the White Walkers. Yeah. So,
1: so, you know, that right there shows you that he's going to do us right regardless of what the law says or what's right in the eyes of, I guess, the kingdom. He's going to follow those rules. Yeah.
0: And he, he doesn't bend. And I which, But you know, uh, go ahead. I was just saying, look at Rob. So Rob made two huge mistakes. He followed his heart and he married this woman that he shouldn't have married. And the other thing he did wrong was he killed one of the, was it one of the phrase that he killed? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, I I was a, so. it was a it was a Carstark. The Carstark guy that he killed, the one that was hurt he was he the one that cut Jamie's hand off? Like he did he had like I'm gonna have to look this up. He killed one of the Carstark people and that's what it eventually ended up costing him his life. Rickard Karstark, I think is the guy's name. Yep. No, 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 no. It wasn't Rickard. I'll have to look it up. But anyway. No, yeah, yeah, it was Rickard Karstark. Um so he killed some Lannister ho- ho- uh, hostages, Um and that's why Rob killed him or executed him. And that ended up like that ended up like um totally caused co- yeah his it di- it divided his forces. And you know that's one of the things he probably should have just looked the other way. <laughs> yeah, but honor like I said, honorable to a fault. And I feel like John is smart enough not to make the same mistakes. And I mean, even, I feel like even now he's kind of, well, especially since he's, he's already been killed for trying to be too good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So hopefully he learned. I guess
1: it. he's the only one that survived. <laughs> <from> being good.
0: <laughs> so hopefully, um, he's learned his lesson. Yeah. I keep cool, man. Sometimes it slips in my mind and he did make the same mistake. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. With the so, man, wildlings. Yeah. Let's wrap this thing up, man. Um, you have anything you want to talk about?
0: Um, not really. Uh, just looking forward to doing some more PC gaming slash programming slash you know tech techy stuff. Um, the new uh, RX Vega AMD cards, video cards, are released on the fourteenth. Um, I'm planning to get one, but I don't know if I'll have one on the fourteenth, but Look for a review on those in the next month or so. Um, because I am planning on getting one. I just don't know if I'll, cause they're probably going to be pretty, um, hard to find. So whenever I, whenever I'm able to actually get one, look for a review on that. And, um, I'm going to do a review on my iPad as well, the iPad Pro 10 and inch. And I've got a couple of reviews lined up that I'm working on. Hopefully I can get something out by the end of the week and. Get a flow of content coming in. Um, I want to do some videos too, but that's not as high on my priority list is getting some articles out. Cool. Cool. Oh yeah. And and look for that Defiant Ones podcast. We'll probably get, like you said, you said Sergio was interested. Yeah. Sergio wants to join. So we'll, we'll have that coming next week. Hopefully. Yeah. Really or later this week sometime. (laughs) Looking forward to that too. So
1: yeah, I think that's all I got. Cool. And just, uh, you can continue to check out my stuff over at, uh, discussingwho.com, uh, where we are doing a lot of comic related YouTube stuff. You can go to youtube.discussingwho.com. And yeah, and I'm also excited about the upcoming, uh, the upcoming defiant ones review we're gonna have uh probably oh, later this week.
0: Oh yeah, there's one more thing that I, I forgot about. <laughs> so I am planning to launch a either I don't know if it's gonna be like a uh PC graphics dedicated YouTube channel or if it's gonna be PC graphics or PC, you know, graphics technology, not necessarily gaming, but just graphics technology related podcast. Like I wanna do something that's just like dedicated to PC graphics and not necessarily PC tech, but you know, what video, like, so let's say you wanted to build a machine and you, you, you don't want to spend any more than 500 bucks on the whole machine. Like what, what would be the best video card to get in that situation? That type of thing. And, you know, depending on what your budget is, try to throw out some recommendations, um, not just, um, based on what's out there, but what's like, available <laughs> and what yeah. you know what you can actually buy because the rx480 amd cards are probably the best value in gaming but a you can't find them and b the price is like inflated just just to give you an example like before this on mining craze the rx480 cards were selling for like 200 bucks the 8 gig the 8 gig card was selling for 200 bucks max and now like even new egg has them priced at like 350 dollars so those cards aren't really a great value anymore. Um, so what do I look at next? Like that type of stuff, you know, and I like tech petitions more general type stuff. And I just wanted to have something focused, you know, kind of like you guys have your sort of doctor who focused podcast. I wanted to have something that was narrow in scope that, you know, yeah. I could kind of turn some stuff out on and talk about some different things. So I, I, that's something I'm kind of developing. I don't really even know how far away that is but keep an eye out for it
1: it's cool baby. yeah and if if nothing else man i guess we're out of here we'll uh talk to you guys next time cool. later go south very very quick expedition go south very very quick expedition go south I can't I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. Hey guys, don't miss an episode of the Tech Pedition Podcast. For more information, go to TechPedition.com slash subscribe. T E C H P E D I T I O N dot com.